Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Zipanera. And I'm Taylor. Welcome back. We're so excited to be back. And a little disclaimer for today. Um, I have horrible construction going on, like somewhere around my apartment. And they haven't, I haven't heard a hammer in about three minutes. So that makes me happy, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so sorry uh, in advance for anyone that hears banging, but hopefully my microphone covers up. And then I texted Taylor that this morning. She's like, yeah, I have, I'm watching, who are you watching? Your parents' dog? Watching my parents' dog. And like, I don't know what's going on, but she sees one person walking down the street and she thinks she needs to go get him. I'm like, chill, little girl. So she's like, oh, yeah, I have a yappy dog. It's fine. So, again, Ugh. sorry in advance. We're just putting it all together. We're just doing the best we can, guys. Bear with us. We're the real and raw, the anxiety chicks. Seriously, we love you guys for sticking with us. But today we have an awesome episode, which we have seen that you guys love and it's our Q&A and we were doing them monthly and I think we had some interviews and stuff that could only yeah. meet on certain days for with people that we really wanted to interview so we had to kind of push them back but we're back today and we have some really great questions from the community um, just so you know we will be posting we will be doing our best to do our Q&A's the first um, they will be released the first Friday of every month because um, we release episodes every Friday. It used to be Wednesdays and now it's Fridays for lots of different reasons. Whatever, don't at me. Um, but we now our Q&As are going to be the first Friday of every month. We're going to try and keep it consistent. So we will submit um, a question box in our Instagram stories on the Anxiety Chicks and you guys can submit your questions and we'll be answering them. So we got some really good ones today. So Taylor, do you want to start with yours, your first one? Let's do it. Okay. First one I have is body tension. How to stop it. I just okay. first off want to say how common it is when you are stressed or anxious to just subconsciously be so like just tensing all your muscles. Because it's like when you go into that fight or flight, you're getting ready to almost like fight off a bear right so it's like you're clenching and whatever and you might not even realize you're doing it like i know a lot of people including myself who would get the worst tension headaches like anxiety headaches because you're clenching your neck muscles and your shoulder muscles <laughs> you don't even realize you're doing it like i bet if you're listening to this episode right now relax your shoulders because i bet they're kind of up and your jaw and yeah. your jaws just, just relax Relax the shoulders, relax the jaw. So something that actually helps me with this is when I when I feel, and I think it's something you should do because you might not even recognize you're being tense and like like later on in the day, you're like, why is my body hurt? Oh, I feel so sore all the time. Um, is throughout the day doing progressive muscle relaxation. So it's like consciously making a conscious effort to tighten your muscles and starting with the top of your head to the toes of your feet, making a conscious effort. So I'm gonna clench my jaw for three seconds and then I'm gonna release. 
and like feeling that release and like showing your body like relaxing from a tense state i think it's very important to check in with yourself throughout the day um doing that I ha- have you ever done that Oh my gosh. It's one of, so I talk about PMR all the time on my page. And actually, in the Anxiety Healer's Guide, um, there's a couple pages where I actually go through each part of the body and um, kind of teach you how to make it the most effective for you. Um, it's one of my favorite tools in my toolkit. Um, one time, the times that it really, really helps is when you're feeling tense, but also if you ever get like a really um, nervous stomach, like I have a very nervous stomach. So that's where a lot of my anxiety is held when I'm anxious. So um, I'll get like nauseous sometimes. I'll get like a really tight stomach. I'll get like butterflies. The PMR is amazing for that tension in your stomach. So, and there's so many amazing um, videos on YouTube that you can, because I'm very visual, and I'm a very auditorial, auditory learner. Um, you can watch and actually follow along the PMR with YouTube. Mm-hmm. So um, that's an awesome suggestion. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, definitely. Just go Google PMR, progressive muscle relaxation, and like Allison said, there's some probably amazing YouTube videos where you can just follow step by step with the people, and that's just it's it's really helpful if you haven't tried it. Yeah, and another way you can kind of um, become more aware of how much tension you're holding is if you real if you recognize that um, the your tongue is always at the top tip of your mouth, like your tongue is always connected to the top of your mouth. Hmm. So you might not even have realized this, but if your tongue is at the tip of your mouth, try and release it and take a breath. And I actually learned this in yoga. It's a huge um, indicator if you are holding tension is if your tongue is really tightly con- wet, connected to the top of your mouth. Wow. I've not heard that one. That's that interesting. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. That's my best tip. I love that. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. So here's my a question I got. And I get this actually from a couple people. I don't think I've talked about it on the Q&As I have on a couple episodes, but do you take anything daily to help with your anxiety? Um, okay. Now I'm assuming that people are wondering about either medication or supplements or something like that, that whoever wrote this. Um, and I do. So I, one thing I had talked about in a couple episodes um, back, I, I don't remember the number, I'm sorry, um, but DM me and I, I can probably find it if you're interested. Um, I did try medication for anxiety and depression a couple years ago, probably like four, five, three, four, five years ago at this point. Um, and I was having a pretty bad depressive episode and they, my doctor prescribed me something that had, I had horrible side effects with. I'm not going to like name the medication because everything works differently for different people. And I don't want people being like, oh my God, I'm not going to try that because I actually know three of my friends that are on the same exact one and it helps them and they love it. Um, but I, it was just really bad side effects. I did not really, um, I took it for probably two to three weeks and I just was not happy about it. And I just was not good. Now I ended up, um, taking a little break from going that route as far as like pharmaceutical meds are, are concerned. Um, I have been on a journey of kind of like recognizing if I want to go and get evaluated for 
um, like my depressive symptoms are a lot better now. But um, for my anxiety, my I also think I might have like adult ADHD or ADD or and I've always had it when I was a kid and all this stuff. And so there's a lot of overlap between ADHD and anxiety. Okay. So anyway, I'm in that process. We'll see what goes on with like prescribed medication. Now, as far as like holistic ways and what I take for anxiety, um, I take CBD oil every single day. I've been doing it for like five, six years. And New Leaf Naturals is the one I take um, mostly because I tried probably like 10 to 15 different brands and they were not effective at all for me. Um, this was a long time ago too, before now it's like so saturated with CBD brands, but there weren't that many back in the day, back like five, six years ago that were like third party tested. And I wanted something that was in America. Um, and that was produced. This farm is in Colorado. Um, they're in, they rank in the top 10 of like CBD oils in a lot of different articles. So New Leaf Naturals, I actually have a code for that. So I will put it in the show notes if you want to get, I think it's like 20% off or something. Um, but I am like, a like I don't, I, I don't go a day without taking, I haven't, I've taken it for so long. And it isn't something that you're going to want to like just take and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better right now. I actually just progressively have noticed a calmer sense to my, to me. And when I do feel a little bit more anxious, I will take, you know, I'll take it maybe three times a day instead of two or something. And it really, really does help just like, not, I'm not as reactive, mm -hmm. I guess, you know. Now, of course, I'm using that in conjunction with a lot of other tools. Like I go to therapy and I move my body. I do yoga. But I definitely notice that that helps. Um, and then I also take vitamin D and I take a vitamin B12. Um, I'm going to start actually looking into magnesium. Um, I've read a lot of really great things about that. I, I do want to talk to like my doctor about it first. I talked to an integrative doctor. So, um, and you know, you hear that? Yeah. That little tool going. Sorry, guys. Anyway, um, so yes, I take those, but with supplements or anything, you always disclaimer have to check with your doctor before you start anything new anything, even it's holistic, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, you know, I will use essential oils, not like I won't take them, but I, you know, those are something else like that are very pure that I use, um, you know, topically. I did a lot of research. You just want to do a lot of research about this and everybody's body is so different. All of their chemicals are different that mm -hmm. what works for me might not work for someone else. So um, I also take every day, you know, I make smoothies almost like, gosh, almost every day. And I will, um, you know, I'll just for nutrition value because every, you know, we've talked so much, Taylor, about how food is medicine, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'll use like AG1, which is like a bunch of, of like, um, you basically are getting all of your um, greens in like one powder it's like whatever the, per, the they provide like spinach and kale like all the nutrients you have like an ag1 it's amazing um and then trying to think there's like so i do i have like a mixture of so many things that i take but that's really the biggest things that have totally helped me um kind of like shift my nervous system 
I love that. Um, sorry, my dog is my parents' dog is just like losing that. Had to stay in the mic now for a second. That's so funny because I was like, just heard the the drill, and I said that, and then I heard the dog, and I was like, I know, nah. I was like, mute mic. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Um, well, yes, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, you, um, I can't remember what episode you did talk about your, you did try a medication and you had side effects. I can't remember. I don't, it wasn't a specific, we didn't do an episode on it, right? No, no. no but I'll like, you know, DM me if you're, if you're interested and I'll find it for you. Yeah, it, it was a pretty good one. Um, and like Allison said, everybody, everything works different for everyone. So you know, if it didn't work for her, it could work for you. And everyone's route to healing is so individualized and you can't just knock something because it didn't work for someone else. And you can't just expect something to work for you because it worked for someone else. So healing is a lot about trial and error and you really have to put yourself out there. I remember for the longest time, I didn't put myself out there to try new things because I just had this mindset that nothing will work for me. Um, and that was very negative and got me nowhere. So Highly recommend not doing that. Um, not doing that. Yeah. So, right. next question after I sneeze. Hang on. Bless you. Okay. Turn my mic off. All right. How do I stop myself of dwelling on anxious thoughts and worst case scenarios? So, yeah, that's a really good one because I think that when you are prone to anxiety and panic attacks, you kind of live in this state of mind where we're always waiting and focusing on the negative. I didn't realize and I would actually get super defensive when someone would be like, you're so negative or you only focus on the negative. Um, I would get defensive and that me being defensive was actually me knowing that I do focus on the negative a lot. Um, and it's very common when you have anxiety to just only think of worst case scenarios. So when I started like really reflecting about that on myself, I realized, okay, every time I have a, a negative or um, worst case scenario thought, I'm I'm only allowed to challenge that thought with what's the best case scenario. So literally every time something negative comes to your brain, you have to tell yourself, you have to be very intentional about stopping what you're thinking. So say I'm like, oh, I'm going to get in the car today and I think I'm, I'm worried I'm going to get in a wreck. Well, okay. What about if I get in the car, get to the destination I'm going to, have a great day, meet new connections and things go my way today? Like it's, it's the same, you know, it, just the likelihood of that negative thought happening, that positive thought can happen too. So why would we waste our time worrying twice? That's what I always tell myself. It's like, I can sit here and worry about getting in a wreck. And then if I actually get in a wreck, I spent twice as much time worrying about that wreck when I could have spent the time right now thinking about all the things I could do today that could be good. And even if I got in a wreck, you know what I mean? It's just, you really have to, you really have to be intentional with your thoughts when your brain is so used to just going off the path onto a negative thought. You have to really bring your mind back and teach your mind. We can't just go, we can't just take a left always. And sometimes it's even just being neutral. Like what if today is just okay? What if it's just an okay today? No good, no bad. Like we're just having an okay day and that's okay too. It doesn't always have to be the worst thing that's ever happened. It doesn't always have to be the best thing that's ever happened. There, there doesn't always have to be an extreme. 
And I think that with anxiety, we think of extremes a lot. And so just rewiring those thoughts and reprogramming those thoughts is the key. So so make that a challenge for yourself. Every time a negative thought or negative situation comes to your head, think of the best case scenario as well. And don't let yourself leave that thought without saying that. Yeah, I mean, I would... Of course, of course, agree with all of that, especially being a cognitive behavioral therapist and a cognitive therapist, because that's essentially the entire basis of the work that I do um, is rewiring the way you think and shifting thought patterns and, um, you know, acknowledging limiting beliefs you have and, you know, practicing how to reframe the way that you think, um, which is still considered the number one leading um, treatment for anxiety disorders. Um, And research upon research has shown how effective CBT is for anxiety disorders um, and also depression and a lot of other mental health struggles. Um, So so episode back in July, we actually um, replayed one of our most popular episodes that we did like back when we first started called Do You Struggle With Intrusive Thoughts? So it's episode 123. Um, It's a replay from one of our older episodes, got probably the first like 10, 15 episodes we did um, because it's one of our most listened to episodes. And I think Do You Struggle With Intrusive Thoughts? It um, It really gives you even more tips on what you can actually get specific on how to really reframe and what intrusive thoughts look like. And, um, you know, a huge part of that is worst case scenarios, which in the CBT world as a clinician, we call catastrophizing. Um, And so if you really struggle with catastrophizing and your brain goes to that place so quickly, and that's really what it's debilitating for you. Um, And it's a very high percentage of people, by the way, who struggle with anxiety that catastrophize. So you're not alone. and it's just what level that it happens and how much you ruminate about it, you know? Um, and so episode 123 gives you some really, some pretty good tips on, how, sorry guys, on, on how to do that. Um, and then there's a couple other episodes too that I really love that I think would be really good for someone who's struggling with this type of like catastrophizing type of like intrusive, I'll say like thinking, thoughts, intrusive thoughts. Um, I'm trying to go back and just like, look, because we've done, so we did one that was like very CBT related. And I remember like loving it and thinking, oh my gosh, this, like we have to talk, of course, for me. Do you remember what that was? My gosh, we're like, we have like 120 episodes now or something. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh, I was talking and my mic was off. Oh, it was like, hello. It was like, Allie, how do you not hear me? And I was like, trying to prevent the dog from barking and it coming through. So, um, no, I don't remember. Don't remember. Okay. That's okay. Um, Anyway, so I love all of that. And you guys just DM me and I'll find you the episodes. We're not going to continue with that. Um, okay. Anything else? Or should we move on to my next question? Time for yours. Okay. All right. So someone said, I've been really happy and I consistently keep thinking that something bad is going to happen. How do I deal with this? Okay. So 
Taylor and I were kind of like mentioning our questions to each other and recognizing that this one might seem a little bit similar to what the catastrophizing one. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about it because I want to talk more a little bit about the part. Sorry, guys. This is giving me anxiety right now, like in real time. Honestly, this banging. I don't know if I'm more anxious or angry, but I'm sorry, you guys. Like, okay, deep breath. Okay, here I am. I'm back. So feeling, okay, so this is actually really funny because this morning I actually have been feeling so amazing. So I want to talk more about what it's like to be feeling really good and be like progressing on your anxiety healing journey. And maybe you haven't had a panic attack in like three weeks or three years. I don't know, right? Like you are doing so great. You're so proud of yourself. Um, you're really trying, you just figured out a really good recipe of, you know, strategies and you have your toolkit and things have been working. You haven't really been, but the what if, right? <laughs> the what if it happens. And like, this is really what is something that could make me spiral again, right? Like in my mind, I I feel like, okay, yes, I've gotten through, but something hasn't happened in so long that wouldn't really make me spiral, right? Like last week we talked a lot about facing our fears and, um, you know, exposure to certain things. Um, have you really, have you really worked on that? Have you really worked on like exposing yourself to like what fears or have you just been sort of avoiding? a lot of what's been going on. Um, I mean, maybe there's been parts of my life where I feel like, oh my gosh, I am doing so great, but I still do have this like underlying fear of a couple things. And there are things that will trigger me and then I will go into like sort of a spiral. I know how to manage that a little bit better now, but also things in life will happen that are out of your control. And I think that's probably what maybe this person is is most is asking about like when you're actually doing well and you have things in check but then maybe things happen that are out of your control like maybe the death of a loved one right or someone gets sick or something happens with your job um or something happens with your house or i don't know you know different things or someone's doing construction in your basically bedroom and is cracking down on their hammer for four hours while you're supposed to be working. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think that the best thing that you can try and do is to really create a habit. And this is part of creating your toolkit is making a daily practice of regulating yourself and regulating your nervous system. So first of all, piggybacking on on the last question, um, finding yourself someone who you trust, who you feel safe with, a professional, whether it's a therapist or a coach, um, someone that you know that you can go to that is objective, that can give you that time you need to process through emotions. Everyone needs time to process through emotions with a person that's objective, that can really just give you that space to do that. Um, so that's a huge piece of this. Second, being able to you know, that person hopefully will help you kind of like rewire the way you think about things like we were talking about last time. Um, and you can kind of work on practicing rewiring and reframing your thoughts and the what ifs, 
not just the catastrophizing, but also the what if thoughts, the jumping to conclusions, all of those. The second thing is making habits that you know activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So the parasympathetic parasympathetic part of your nervous system is the rest and digest part of your nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight. You want to start recognizing what tools that you have in your toolkit, or maybe you don't and you want to start, and what strategies and what exercises, what ways can you help your body activate the, the parasympathetic nervous system? Because if you train your body to feel calm and at peace, your brain is also going to feel at calm at peace. Um, you know, thinking, you know, we talked a little a couple minutes ago about diet and about food and how nu nutrition is medicine. Maybe you want to look a little bit into that. What does your daily life look like with food? Um, how much are you moving your body? Are you getting some movement in your in your days? That's really important for a healthy mind and a healthy body. Um, what What ways can you really focus on making sure that when your brain starts going to the what ifs, how do you reel that in to what's going on right now? So that is piggybacking on right. Like what if it does go right? Like saying that like the last time, but also how about what can I do right now? Right? Like what if it goes right? But also what can I do right now that will make me feel safe? Because my brain is trying to make me control something that I don't have control over in the future. So how can I train my brain to feel safe in this moment right now because I'm scared, right? And that's the things that are really going on when these types of thoughts happen is you're feeling scared. Those are emotions coming up, feeling scared, feeling worried. So what can you tell yourself in those moments and what can you do to make yourself feel safe right now? I that's what it. I would say. Yeah. So Ali, what can you do right now to prevent yourself from spiraling from the hammering? So I went, I woke up and it actually woke me up. <laughs> but here's what I said to myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get the F out of here right now. There you go. And go to yoga. And I actually did yeah. yoga, a yoga class because I was like, you know what? I want to get out and I want to go to this class right now. And this is one of my favorite classes. And I got out and it was so amazing. I came back and I was like, I knew I need to do this today. <laughs> but honestly, Working on knowing how to transition when something like this happens that's out of my control. I'm like, mm -hmm. what can I do today? Because I have clients and stuff that I see mm -hmm. online. So guess what? It's a beautiful day out and I'm going to go do it in my courtyard. I'm going to go do my clients in my courtyard. I'm going to, I'm like, oh, well, you know what? And it'll be fine because it's very, it's private back there. And it's a beautiful day and it'll be, it'll probably even be better. Um, and then, you know, trying to figure out how long this is going to last. Like, I, I need to figure that out. So I'm going to figure that out. That's how I'm going to take control of it. And today, I'm really just going to try and do as much as I can outside. Now, thank I'm very thankful that it's not raining. So I'll just probably take a walk and I'll meditate and then I'll come back. You know, I, I realize, too, um, that in my mind... They're not going to be here until like nine o'clock at night tonight, right? They'll leave at five o'clock. It's like probably that, but I can get some answers. But like me 10 years ago would literally probably be crying right now, freaking out. I probably would have been like, I can't do the podcast. We're not doing it today. I would have, you know, spiraled. I would have probably gone to the management office and said, what's this going on? You know, 
all part of like, it looks like anger, but underneath it's just really this like powerlessness that I feel when something like this happens, you know, because I don't have a big space. And then it reminds mm -hmm. me that, you know, I don't have a big place to live. And now I feel like if I had a house by myself or like with a family, then it would be better. And then, you know, I could spiral. Right. <laughs> but that's kind of, I think about what I can control. That's another thing. Bring you back in the mm -hmm. moment. Like, what are some things you can control in this moment? I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, time for you to go get your control. <laughs> I was going to say that was a really, really good segue. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please feel free to subscribe and rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we'll be back next week. We have some great guests coming up. And any other topics you guys are looking for, please DM us or email us at theanxietychecks at gmail.com. And we love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.